the pain has a purpose and God designed us to do this. Like our bodies can do it. And that's what really got me through, just knowing He made us to do this. It's just such a cool experience. You come out different on the other side. Hi, I'm Danielle. Welcome to the Birth Journeys podcast. It is my belief that our birth journey has a lasting impact that goes far beyond delivery. It is my hope that through these stories, you would find the insight, tools, and the courage to go on and have your own positive and empowering birth journey. Just as a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is meant to inform and encourage you on your birth journey and not intended to replace advice from your medical professional. everyone. Welcome back to the Birth Journeys podcast. Today we have Whitney on with us and she is going to share her birth stories. Um, She has come full circle from hospital births um, and finally she just had a home birth and I'm so excited to hear her stories and the wisdom that she has to share with us. Hey Whitney, how are you doing? I'm good, doing good. Excited to be here. Awesome. I'm excited to have you. Um, so why don't you just give us a little introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Whitney. We have five children. I'm 36. I live in Greenville and um, I have four boys. They're nine, six, two and a half, and one and a half. And we just had a baby girl 13 days ago. Oh, fine. And we, yeah, we homeschool and just... I stay at home with the kids and I don't know. That's about it. Enjoy being their mommy. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> it's hard work, but it's the best. <laughs> oh my goodness. It is so exhausting. But so rewarding. Mm, yeah. So, um, where did your birth journey start? Did you always want to be a mom? Did you always, um, like have that desire or was it something that grew later in life or what did that look like? I've always wanted to be a mom. Like I was obsessed mm. with some baby dolls and my mom and grandma would always take me to the store and I get to pick out newborn clothes for my dolls when I was little and diapers. Oh. And I just couldn't wait to be a mom. So we had our first nine years ago and we just went with whatever my doctor said. Uh, we didn't question anything at all. Had a healthy pregnancy and, um, Everything just went great with the pregnancy. And then I guess I was at my 39-week appointment, and I was just complaining to my doctor how I was just so uncomfortable and couldn't wait to have the baby. And she's like, oh, well, you're at the perfect stage to be induced. Do you want to be induced tomorrow? And I was like, that sounds great. So she just sold it to me as I'd go to the hospital. They'd give me a little medicine, and the baby would be in my arms in no time. And that is not how it went. Yeah. So she said it would just be that simple. And so the next day we went to the hospital that evening and they gave me Ambien. And that was the first time I've ever taken it. And it made me hallucinate. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I thought I was on a pirate ship and I was in the hospital bed. Wow. Like, what? Yeah. I was like, how can they give this to pregnant women? Oh, my goodness. I know. So, anyways, that was a long night of just hallucinating and. The next morning, I guess they gave me the medicine to start the induction, and I just, it never progressed. Like, it was 
such a long day. They just kept pumping me full of more stuff. And I guess it was about 12 hours later. Um, I started running a fever and they're like, Oh, you're running a fever. We've got to get the baby out immediately. So they did a C-section. Mm. So we were, you know, baby was here safe and we went on and went home and had a rough recovery. And then my sister-in-law was like, you've got to watch the movie, the business of being born. Mm-hmm. So I watched it and it just kind of sent us down a rabbit hole of what hospital birth looks like and how it's not supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. So then we went on to have our second and my doctor was very supportive of the VBAC and she was like, you're a perfect candidate for it. and You're great. Had another great pregnancy, healthy, everything. And then she was not the doctor on call when I went into labor. Oh no. Yeah, I know. And the doctor on call was not VBAC friendly oh. at all. He um, started trying to pressure me into C-section the minute we got there. I mean, even in the middle of contractions, he was standing over me, tapping his watch (gasps) and said, if you would just agree to a C-section, we would have that baby out in 30 minutes. (sighs) It was awful. Oh, my goodness. And then he was talking to my husband and he's like, oh, well, we plugged your wife's number into an algorithm and she has this percent chance of bleeding out if she doesn't have a C-section. And it was just, you know, he was not supportive at all. So he left the room and I had a great nurse. She grabbed my hand and she said, honey, if you want to have a VBAC, you can do it. Mm. And she was just what I needed to hear. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You had yeah. an angel, an angel there. I, I really did because that doctor had me doubting myself and, you know, scared I was going to bleed out and not the things you want to hear when you're in labor. Mm, definitely not. It just always baffles me that doctors, some doctors, not all, some just think that they can do things like that to a woman who's in such a vulnerable state. Uh-huh. It was awful. My husband was like, no, you know, this is what we're going to do. And he was great support. And we went on and had a healthy VBAC and baby was great. Mm, awesome. So when you had your VBAC, did you do that completely unmedicated then? I did not. I did have the epidural then. So we, our eyes weren't fully open everything at that point. <laughs> so then we went on to have our third. And this time we, we um, hired some doulas. And we were like, oh, the doulas will help support us. And we weren't ready for a home birth yet. I was still nervous about it. So we went on to have our third at the hospital. Um, I labored. My water broke at midnight. My contraction started right away. So then we got to the hospital about two hours later, and I was at an eight and a half centimeters dilated. So we had our doulas there, and I was planning to go in medicated. And well, the doctor again started standing right over me, talking about a C-section. I was like, well, you know, I'm already eight and a half centimeters dilated. She's like, well, you have a cervical lip, and it's just not thinning, and started putting doubts in my head immediately. Mm. So my body just stopped. It stalled. And I stayed at an eight and a half to nine for about eight hours straight with contractions the whole time. Wow. And so then I know. So then I was like, give me an epidural. I just want to go to sleep. I was exhausted. So we got the epidural and um, ended up having him about three to four hours later. And 
we had to have a vacuum with him. Um, I pushed for like three and a half hours. I ended up with a second degree tear. Mm. It was just an awful experience. Oh, it sounds like it. So how, how is your recoveries from, from your two hospital VBACs? Um, the first one was great. I didn't tear or, you know, have any, anything to really recover from besides mm. just normal birth. So I was good to go about, you know, a week or two later and felt great. But then the third with the second degree tear, that was not fun. That mm. was a longer recovery and, you know, just lots of pain. And, and then it led us to like, no more hospital births. We will not do that again. <laughs> yeah. So then we got pregnant with our fourth and got a midwife. And oh, the midwife care is so great. They just spend time with you, really get to know you and your baby. And they're just there to support you. It was just such a different experience. And then I actually went into labor at 34 weeks. And so we had to end up at the hospital anyway. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> With this midwife, was it a birth center or was it a home birth? No, it was going to be a home birth. Okay. Yeah, it was a home birth. And so when I went into labor, she came over that morning and um, she's like, this is what they're going to do when you get there and gave us the big rundown. And she said, "Um, you've got to name your goals, like what need what the baby needs to be doing to get released from the hospital. So that was one of the first things we did. Um, so I started having contractions with him at seven and then we got to the hospital and I was at the pushing stage. Like he was in our arms about 20 minutes after we got there. Wow. That's fast. <laughs> so, yeah. So I had him and um, they put him right on my chest and took him right back off because they had to whisk him off to NICU to check on him. But he was fine. He didn't need any breathing assistance. He was maintaining body temperature. Um, they did give him sugar water just to keep his blood sugar stable but he was doing great and so the doctors wanted to keep him I think three or four weeks anyway even though he was doing good so we signed him out um, against medical advice two days later and brought him home and everything was going good he he was a healthy little boy. So when you signed him out against medical advice, how was that experience? Did you? Um, oh, <laughs> it was just full of anxiety. Mm. I was like, how's this doctor going to be about it? And he didn't want to let us go. Yeah. He's like, oh, I kind of figured you guys were going to ask to leave early. I was like, well, you know, our baby's fine. Mm -hmm. He's not, you know, hooked up any breathing tubes. He's breathing on his own and he can maintain body temperature. I'm doing his temperature checks and his diaper changes and he needs to be at home. Yeah. You know, with his brothers and out of this dark hospital room. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I already spoke to my supervisor about it. And, you know, we just can't release you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my husband was like, bring us the paperwork now. <laughs> wow. Good for yeah. you guys to, to stick to your guns and not let them bully you into keeping your baby. No. And he was like, you know, insurance isn't going to pay for this. And we're like, no, that's a big urban legend, which it is. Um, insurance for a hospital stay and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we signed him out and brought him home. And that's so awesome. Couldn't have been happier with that decision. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they tried to bully us and keep us there and for no reason, just for money. Yeah. I mean, I guess why, why else <laughs> if your baby's completely healthy yeah. other than, you know, being maybe, was it 
was your baby really small or was there? No, well, he was six pounds even. Oh, so wow. Even at 34 weeks. weeks. Yeah. He was a good size to be early. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That sounds not like a worry at all. <laughs> no, definitely. He was happy and healthy and we had no doubt he needed to be home. Mm. It's one thing if he had a reason to be there, but he was doing good. So we brought him home and our midwife continued our care. She came over and did his newborn visits and my postpartum visits and it was great. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. At least you got to experience that side of it. <laughs> yes, oh, that is true. Yeah. We didn't have a long hospital stay and met some great nurses, I actually became best friends with one of the NICU nurses. And mm-hmm. yeah, we still talk every day and hang out once a month and she has three kids, um, three under three, just like I do. So, so it all kind of worked out. Yeah. So then we went on to have our fifth and my previous midwife couldn't take us because she was pregnant and she had a baby or she was due 10 days before me. Mm-hmm. So she hooked us up with some other great midwives and we had a great experience with them the whole time. And they just kind of become family. They come mm-hmm. over and spend at least an hour and just curl up on the couch talking. And <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And then we carried this baby to term and we had a great home birth. Same thing. Contraction started about seven in the morning and oh, it was such a long, just day full of contractions back to back. They were about like three minutes apart almost the whole day. Oh, wow. Ah, it was long. <laughs> it was so great. It was just my husband and I while I was laboring and um, I'm kind of a modest person, so I didn't want people just hovering over me. So it was so nice. It was just him and I, and then I had them come in our room and it was time to push and they were great. We had a healthy baby girl and it was just such a great experience. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like it. So this one, did you have any tearing or anything with your home birth? Nope. No tearing at all. Cool. Did you have a water birth or did you have a dry birth? I did not. I labored. I later labored in the tub and in the shower and just had her on our bedroom floors where my body felt where it wanted to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I tried hanging out in the tub a while and that just didn't seem appealing having the baby in the tub for me. Mm-hmm. It was getting cold and kept running out of hot water, and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, but it was, it was such a great experience to have her baby here and. I don't know. I just, I still have, can't put it all into words yet. I'm still in all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it always takes me a little while to process and everything. It does. You know, I keep going to write about it in my journal, but I can't find all the words yet. So <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll come. <laughs> it will. It will. So, um, I, I know that when we were talking earlier, you were saying that you have, really done the work to learn about physiological birth. And, um, so obviously your C-section is what, you know, kind of spurred that on, I'm assuming. It did. Um, when you went on that journey to really learn about, you know, the way that our bodies are designed and, and how we can give birth and, um, you know, they're usually stalling is just failure to wait. (laughs) Usually we just, 
need to change positions or move around or, you know, try something new or, you know, and a lot of times in the hospital where, um, women are, have epidurals and they can't, they don't have that. They can't get up and move and, you know, help open up. Um, so along that journey, besides the business of being born, what did you do to, um, really educate yourself and, to have the boldness to advocate for yourself and, and do exactly what you wanted to do moving forward? Well, my sister-in-law, she also had two home births. Mm. So she kind of, she was a big help and she kind of led the way. And it's funny when she had her first, I thought she was crazy. Like, <laughs> You're going to have a baby outside of the hospital. Mm. But what if you need the hospital? But you know, as you learn, you learn, you need the hospital because of their interventions. Mm-hmm. So she was a big help. And then I just started following different pages on Instagram and really just learning all the different stages of labor. And that's how your body's supposed to be. And the pain has a purpose and God designed us to do this. Like our bodies can do it. And that's what really got me through just knowing he made us to do this. It's just such a cool experience. You come out different on the other side. Yeah. Um, So when you were laboring for your home birth, um, did you have any, besides obviously, I guess the tub you mentioned, did you have any other techniques, um, uh, for pain management or, um, my husband did a lot of counter pressure. He did mm. a lot of counter pressure on my back and, um, he was just a great support and just really gave me massages and helped me from the tub to the shower to the bed. And I used the heat and pad some. Oh Yeah. I remember I, my husband did that for me a little bit with our second baby and it, it really did feel so good. It does. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It did. Yeah. And he was like, am I hurting you? I was like, no, not at all. <laughs> my back was so sore the next day. Mm, oh, I bet. Well, did you have anything else that you wanted to share or um, anything that could be of encouragement to another mom? Um, who's maybe going it through the first time or maybe trying to explore other options. Um, just have faith in yourself and remember that God made us to do this and we're just designed so perfectly and you just really got to believe in yourself and have faith in yourself and remember that pain has a purpose. It, it really does. That's one thing that I learned in my second pregnancy is that the the pain of contractions for birth is it's like a good pain that is working to bring your baby down and bring your baby into this world. And it's not something to be scared of. It's something to be like to welcome. And you got to remember every contraction brings you one closer to meeting the baby. Yes. Uh You find good comfort in that. Well, awesome. And congratulations on your new baby. Me too. I'm so glad you finally got your home birth after the other one, not working out. <laughs> the only way to do it. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it is. Oh, well, thank you, Whitney. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you were encouraged in some way through this story. As a reminder, please rate and review our podcast and you can connect with us on social media at Birth Journeys Podcast. For more information or to share your own story, please visit birthjourneyspodcast.com and fill out the brief questionnaire. See you next time.